Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Today is Monday, and we are continuing in Philippians chapter 2 in the Amplified Version. We are on verse 10, and if you haven't been with us, we've been walking through Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through now 10, starting this week, and next week we'll finish up with verse 11, and then we will be leaving Philippians chapter 2. Let's dive right in. I'm going to read through verses 1 through 9, and then I'll let you know when we get to verse 10, just in case this is your first time joining us. Therefore, if there's any encouragement and comfort in Christ, as there certainly is in abundance, if there's any consolation of love, if there's any fellowship that we share in the Spirit, if there is any great depth of affection and compassion, make my joy complete by being of the same mind, having the same love toward one another, knit together in spirit, intent on one purpose, and living a life that reflects your faith and spreads the gospel, the good news regarding salvation through faith in Christ. Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, through factional motives or strife, but with an attitude of humility, being neither arrogant nor self-righteous, regard others as more important than yourselves. Do not merely look out for your own personal interests, but also for the interests of others. Have the same attitude in yourselves which is in Christ Jesus. Look to him as your example in selfless humility, who, although he existed in the form and unchanging essence of God, as one with him possessing the fullness of all the divine attributes, the entire nature of deity, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped or asserted, as if he did not already possess it or was afraid of losing it, but emptied himself without renouncing or diminishing his deity, but only temporarily giving up the outward expression of divine equality and his rightful dignity by assuming the form of a bondservant. And being made in the likeness of men, he became completely human, but was without sin being fully God and fully man. After he was found, in terms of his outward appearance as a man for a divinely appointed time, he humbled himself still further by becoming obedient to the Father to the point of death, even death on a cross. For this reason also, because he obeyed and so completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. Here's verse 10. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in submission of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Amen. This verse, verse 10, is actually the middle of one complete sentence, which ends in verse 11, which is what we're going to be talking about next week. And now that we've read through all the verses, you have the context that we are talking about Jesus and we're talking about his deity, how he is fully God. And we're also talking about his humanity, fully human. And what we have been talking about day after day, week after week for, I've lost track of how many weeks, but a couple months now, I think. Um, What we've been talking about is that we have such an amazing example of humility and love and sacrifice in Jesus that it is the perfect example of how we are to live our lives as Christians. So let's pause and reflect. The part of the verse that we're focusing on for today is so that at the name. What is it about the name of Jesus that speaks to you? We talked about this on last week, but I wanted to look at it a little bit differently today. What is it about the name of Jesus that speaks to you? What characteristics of Jesus? And we'll be right back. When I think about the significance in the name of Jesus, there's so much that comes to mind. And the characteristic that stands out the most, I wrestle sometimes because it's hard to pick just one, but this idea of a savior, this idea of someone who's going to make everything better, it's 
it's like a superhero, right? Like I think about how everyone's flawed, even superheroes are flawed, but Jesus wasn't flawed. And it's so amazing to me to have him as an example for my life. I'm constantly striving to be more like him and who there's so much room for improvement, but <laughs> I'm grateful that I have Jesus as an example, that his name reminds me that I can continue to look to him to lead me and guide me, that he's not only my savior, but he's also my Lord. And I want to submit to him because of his leadership, because of his sacrificial leadership. And I'm grateful to be able to submit to him because I know that submitting to him is is never going to hurt me. Even if it doesn't feel comfortable, even if I can't stand whatever it is I'm going through, I know that I will stand it because Jesus will carry me through it. And I'm really grateful that there's so much about the name of Jesus that brings comfort and power and peace and joy. And lately, I've really been contemplating much more often about everything that I'm grateful for about the name of Jesus. I'm grateful that I know that he intimately understands me. And we did talk about this last week a little bit, and I think the week before also. So if you haven't been listening to the other podcasts, I highly recommend going back and listening to them. But when I think about the name of Jesus, I just get excited. And there are other Jesuses throughout history. It's not that that name isn't used for other people. I've even had a lot of Jesuses in school. But this Jesus, the one Jesus the Christ, the one who was the Messiah, the one who came in bodily form, who lived and died and rose from the dead, this Jesus, when we talk about the name of this Jesus, It is just so exciting to me that no matter what happens in our lives, we know that someone adores us. We know that someone would die for us. We know and has. We know that someone has our truly best interest at heart. And I don't know about you, but there are times in life where it feels like it's really hard to trust people. And there are times in life where it feels as if sometimes people are just out for themselves. I had a conversation with my brother recently and he told me, he didn't word it quite like this, but basically he was trying to tell me that one of my fatal flaws was like I was too concerned about taking care of other people. (laughs) Because we were talking about a situation uh, with a decision that I have to make and I'm not making the decision solely on what's best for me, I'm making the decision also on how it's going to affect people around me. And he told me I I should just focus on what's best for me. I said, I can't, I'm not wired that way. So as we live our holiest hot mess lives, I want us to be thoughtful about what the name of Jesus means for us. I want us to just remember the power and the comfort and the joy that's found in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, we thank you that we know that there is power in your name. We thank you for who you are, who you were, and who you will always be, Jesus. And we ask for you to pour out your Holy Spirit upon us as we live our holiest hot mess lives, that we might continue to strive to be more and more like you. In your holy, precious name we pray. Amen. God bless you. I pray this was a blessing for you. I pray that you would like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest hot mess life. God bless.